Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and tonight we have a full lineup. We got Flo, Rigo, and Luis. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, man? What's going on, man? Another disappointing week of being a Chivas fan. Yes. It's now We're like, back to this again. It's now like 156 weeks of this. <laughs> I don't know why we keep recording, but fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised we've been uh, consistent three weeks into the season, three episodes. Nah, Usually... people are asking for it, so we yeah. gotta we gotta give them the podcast. Usually, we lose or we tie, and we're like, "All right, well, we're not recording. Fuck it." <laughs> but now we're all being sad together, so it kind of works out. <laughs> <laughs> Misery loves company, right? Episode number one was that episode one this season? Episode two? Nah, it was like two or three. But... I think it was episode two. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Chivas. Tied against Puebla on Sunday night. No, Friday night. Well, Friday night, Chivas tied 1-1 with Puebla in Puebla Stadium. I didn't realize how bad we were until we were watching the highlight videos today. And then I look at the stat no, line. No, we were terrible. Yo, I looked at the stat line. 20, 22 shots from <laughs> Puebla and 4 shots from Chivas. Did uh, did boy come had, out and say who that? Who had more uh, shots? All right. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, we could, well, we, we couldn't hear what you said. I know what you said. But we, <laughs> kinda like, you kind of like I don't know what kind of what kind of noise you had, but it we couldn't. It's not audible. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, the the boy after week one when we lost to Santos, he said that no nos apedrearon en el rancho. I think this week uh, oh, yeah. that does not apply. 22 shots, even... 22 shots against, you know, against you counts as a, la, you know, te apedrearon en el, el rancho. Yeah, that was embarrassment, bro. Like, I don't even think he said it. He's, he's even come out and spoken about the game. He probably has, but yeah, it was an embarrassing game. It was like one of those FIFA games we just get washed. But then you, we got a point, though. But it feels like a loss. Yeah, but it felt, it felt like a loss by how bad the team played. Especially... Bro, it's Puebla, and, and I think Flo said I said it every. I say it every every season. It's Puebla, but yo, we should not be losing to to Puebla. I don't care who. I don't care who they got. We should not be losing to a team like Puebla, especially coming off the uh, coming off the Tigres win. We felt really good. Remember, we were back, championship season all over again. And that was fuck, you. <laughs> dreams just crushed. Oh, that was me. Oh my bad. That was only you. <laughs> <laughs> back back to relegation. Really uh, I mean, I, I I wonder. I mean, no, I don't wonder. I was gonna say like, did we go defensive because um, boy wasn't there? But I mean, like, it's the same shit when he's there, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's no the offense is not there, man. But um, hold on, let's just start off. Let's start off with the Chivas lineup on Friday night at goal. We had uh, apparently my boy Tony Rodriguez back line. Well, that is your boy, Brizuela. Van back Rankin. to being trash. <laughs> Brizuela, Ben Rankin, Briseño, Alanis, and Ponce. Midfield, we had Chofis, Molina, Perez, Pulido, and up top, Oribe Peraltas, Carcass. Just, I don't know. Weekend at, Bern- Weekend at Bernie's, he he's just like there. I don't remember well, one someone, thing he did. Someone make one play. Yeah, someone send him one play that he did. Uh, people were giving him credit for the effort he gives. I don't. There was no. I don't see no effort. I don't see nothing from him. Like literally nothing. He's just standing yeah. out there and, and not providing anything to the team. He's not fast enough anymore. So, 
I think were, I was watching I was watching uh, back the highlights and there was a play where Chofis puts a through ball in the air to him and he just he can't go get it and I think later on in the game Chofis doesn't give it to him he probably has no confidence in passing the ball to him. Pulido too though it's not just even Peralta anymore Pulido on the on the left wing is useless as well. We have literally no strikers that can do anything. I mean we're just, we're, we're basically playing a man down with Peralta. Two men down. No, Pulido on the left wing. <laughs> well yeah three men down three men down with Ponce in the left back. Four I mean, he's only, he's only left back. With Molina. <laughs> hey, Pulido had, uh, 20, Pulido had 25% of our shots, okay? Yeah, he had, he had a nice shot. That actually, he actually the, the nice he shot that he had, the nice shot that he had, if he passes that ball to, I think, Brizuela, Brizuela was wide open. Oh, yeah. Like, it? wide open. And he shot it instead. It was a good shot, though. It was. Well, he had a good save on it. Yeah. Viconi. So, I don't yeah. I don't know. It's, you, at this point, it's just not even bringing Alexis Vega. Is do we bring someone in for Polito as well? Because both of them are not doing anything. No, I think you you just got to see what you have. You, with Polito and Vega. I think, there. I think you leave in you leave in Polito, but you see what you see what Vega gives you. I, I guarantee you, Vega gives more. Oh, of course. He's probably he's probably gonna play some, tomorrow night, right? Against um, Santos in the Copa MX. Yeah, Vega's supposed to play uh-huh. tomorrow. I don't understand how some of these guys are coaches. Like, how are you a coach and you start with Oliva Peralta? Like, no, like, for real. Like, how? Like, we all see it. Everyone sees it. How does Tomas Boy not see it? The he, one guy who matters, he doesn't see it. He rode the bench in, in America last season. He was hurt or whatever. Oh, yeah. But even before last season before that, he was right. He was coming off the bench at times. I don't, yeah. It makes no sense to have him starting. Yeah, I gave, I gave Tomas Boy the benefit of the doubt week one because I figured uh, Vega was with the national team. But... Right. I mean, we're now we're now what three weeks in. Mm-hmm. At this point, Alexis Vega is is back in rhythm or practiced with the team for a few weeks now. He should be the starter. I mean, we saw we saw it against Atletico. The runs he made during that game, you know, he looked fast. He forced a red card because the defenders couldn't catch up to him. That's already better than anything than anything Parata has done as a Chiba. Yeah, we, yeah, just that's just a change of pace. We look so lethargic. The ball, man. It's just there's no creativity. Uh, it makes trophies look bad too, because it looks like he has no one to pass it to. Uh, he has no help. Brizuela, Brizuela didn't do anything this game either. Ponce like lost didn't step. do anything. Who, uh, Brizuela? Yeah, Brizuela. we might start talking about that. Yeah, he, I think I don't think he has that same speed. He get like we talked about it last week. I think he's getting very. I think teams are f- figuring out how to defend them, and they just always push him inside, and it's the same play over and over and over with him. Yeah, I, I I told you guys offline. I was like, is, did Brizuela lose a step, or should I burn my Brizuela jersey because I jinxed the shit out of him? <laughs> <laughs> but probably I don't know. <laughs> I I think he he's lost a step. There was a play towards in the second half, maybe late in the second half, where there was a breakaway opportunity, and he had the ball and he started running and he just never accelerated. It was just like one pace the whole time, and they caught up to him really quick. I saw even people people on Twitter reacting, and they're like, "What the hell happened to Venezuela? Wasn't he supposed to? Isn't he supposed to be fast?" I think yeah. that that step is gone. The whole team is lethargic. They and, can't even counterattack. Nope. And, yeah, then, and remember, we talked about this. We talked about this early on when you have two defensive midfielders and a five back line. I mean, you're coming out so defensive. Your team gets the ball, and and then and then it doesn't have help having Peralta up top. For counterattacks, either like usually you're that defensive, you want to have a fast team to counterattack, and we don't have that. Let's let's talk about the 
first Chivas goal um, comes at the ninth minute off a penalty won by um, Chofis. He gets a, a hand in the face by uh, Chumacero. And obviously, obvious penalty call. I don't think anybody can argue that it was not a penalty. Not a penalty. Even the American fans will tell you that was a PK. And then, what do you guys think of uh, Alanis taking the ball from Polido? Because they were both kind of well, fighting over I, I, again. I was, I was going to say that. I was going to say I feel like that's going to start like a debate of like, or it's going to start some internal conflicts. Unless they're going to do a thing where they alternate PKs, right? One one takes one, one takes the other. That's what but I was it doesn't thinking. seem like that. It doesn't seem like that. It seems like Polido goes for it, and then he's like, let me take it. And yeah. then well, they, no, I, think, kinda... I think Alanis is the main guy because even last week when Polito scored it, uh, Alanis was he the went one who went there. to go get the ball. Yeah, and Polito was like, no, no, I got it, I got it. But I'm pretty sure Alanis is the guy that's supposed to take the PKs. Yeah, like he's, I think he's the he's designated PK taker. And I think maybe last week he just gave it to him to get that monkey off his back from the <clears throat> Fiorentina game where he botched the penalty. But now Alanis yeah. is like, all right, you got that out of, you got that off your back. Now I'm, I'm the main guy. I'm the penalty taker, which I don't mind because we've said that for some reason our center backs have been good at penalties. But Aida yeah. was good. Alanis no, I mean, was good. No, Alanis is good at taking PKs. Uh, dead balls too. Wasn't there a free kick? They did he take it? I don't, I don't remember, remember if it was this game, but he has scored off free kicks in the past. Yeah. So he is he is good at uh, set pieces, I guess. But then after that. Kind of like, you know, we never really threatened again. That Pulido shot that we talked about. And after that, I don't remember the other two shots that, that we had during the game. Yeah, we also talked about, we talked about this before, but when Michael Perez went down with the injury, mm-hmm. it seemed like it seemed like the defensive stability that we did have was completely gone. Alan Cervantes came out, and I was extremely disappointed with his performance because I'm big on Alan Cervantes. So when he came in and there was just so many holes and he, was, I was watching the highlights and he was involved in some of the, a lot of the plays from when it looked like they were attacking the fullbacks, but he was the one there covering and they were just beating him time and time again. Um, yeah, really disappointing performance from Alas Cervantes. Um, yeah, Michael Perez, I don't know what exactly his injury is, but we need him back because he was a rock in the midfield. Yeah, the medical report came out today and it wasn't really specific as to when he'll be back. They just said he's tra- he's training to get back in into the into the squad. It's kind of like on the New England Patriots shit, where they don't really tell you what's going on, and then all of a sudden they just pop back up. If I had to guess, he's gonna miss this uh, this Atlético San Luis game on Saturday. Yeah, and he'll probably be back into in for the following game. But that just- that injury, I feel like, is a like a nagging injury. I feel like he always goes down with some kind of hamstring or muscle like uh, thigh injury. Cause that's what made him lose his starting spot when he lost it to um, what the Villalpando he lost his spot to. Yeah, yeah, that it was the same injury. So I don't, I'm worried that that's now like a nagging injury and they're gonna keep just bringing him back down every season. Did you guys notice that in the game? I was gonna say, did you guys notice in the game that the team, like it, it looked like Tomas Boy and the coaches at some point when Puebla was just attacking and attacking because they had so much possession, so many shots. <laughs> That it almost seemed like they got desperate and was just they didn't, they didn't know what to do and they were swapping players so they took Peralta and put Peralta at left wing put Polido in the middle and it's, the team looked so confused at times even with like the in game uh, uh, like movements that they were doing that the coaches would do. I mean the team just looked confused in general, but they, they, there's just there's just no offense. I was I was I was in one of my group chats and I was like this is the difference between like 
those the, the bad seasons we had with Matias versus like the team with with Cardoso and Boy. Like even when the teams were losing with Almeida, the team had an identity offensively. Like you knew you knew what they were doing. Like they were actually bringing they were actually bringing the game to to the other team, and they were getting shots off. They just weren't scoring. This yeah. team this team does nothing offensively, and they don't score. Like I think I think all, almost all our goals have come off set pieces, right? Um, I yeah, think so yeah, yeah Corn- all the corners and set pieces. pieces, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Rico. This team doesn't have like a, a style of play. It's just. Throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. See what sticks. Yeah, it, it doesn't help playing. Obviously, playing with Peralta, who who does who offers you offers you very little. It doesn't help. Uh, you throwing Bolido on the wing. Uh, you know, playing with two defensive midfielders. Like, I don't understand the point of that. Like, especially when you need to win. So I mean, I I, I don't I don't see this getting this season getting any better. To be honest. I don't. I don't even see how this team improves. Really, like under under Thomas Boy, at least. I think it starts okay. with Peralta going to the bench. That's that has to be the first mm. move they make if they want to make a change. Because it's playing with ten. We've said it for the last two three weeks. We're playing with ten with Peralta out there. Like none of us can remember a play he made the whole game, except Luis. That one ball you said that he was too slow to go get. And that's not something you yeah, want to remember. It was a negative, <laughs> a negative play. <laughs> a negative memory. And tell Joeli, I don't care about his fucking leadership either, man. He doesn't provide shit on the field. Take his leadership somewhere else. I don't want it. You can be a leader off the bench. That's where he should be. Be a leader in the locker room. Be a leader on the bench. Be a leader at halftime in the locker room, not on the field. Yeah, man. It's, I don't know. I don't know what the coaches see in him. And then the freaking uh, Puebla goal. The goal? We can talk about Tonio Rodriguez comes out, tries to... Clear, he makes a shitty clearance directly at another Puebla player and leaves the goal Wait, wide open. Wait, who clears it? Does he clear it or Rodriguez, does Alanis clear it? Rodriguez gets like a fist to it. He punches it out. I felt, but it was like a weak I felt punch. like it was like a mixture of both. Like he kind of hit Alanis. No, nah, he doesn't. I don't think he, he doesn't clear it. He, I think he, he hits Alanis. Or he whiffs Yeah, he on hits it. Alanis. He, he knocks Alanis down. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like off balance. And well, uh, he's about to head it. Like I'm, I'm like, I, I mean, as I'm watching this happen, I'm like, why is he coming out? Like I, I'm seeing the ball get crossed to the middle. I'm like, why is he coming out? Why is he coming out? And then he fucking pushes on my knees, and the guy from Boyle like gets it, way. kicks it, and and the ball kind of rolls by his hands too when he's on the floor. <clears throat> yeah, it gets it gets deflected off uh, Cavallini's leg. Yeah, because the shot was the shot was from somebody else, and then Cavallini kind of deflects it into goal. But it was it was a bad a bad attempt at a clearance by Tonio. And then there are some people that are saying the Puebla player was about to uh, hit a bicycle kick, so you he kind of had to come out. But it's it's not a guarantee that that bicycle kick is connecting. And if it does connect, it's not going. It might not go to goal anyways. Hitting a bicycle. We'll take kick our is chances hard, with man. a bicycle kick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and not not just not just Donia, but Ponce gets he gets beat really bad because the play starts like on a long cross from the other side of the field, uh, all the way to Ponce's side, and the guy jumps over Ponce, and he's the one who heads it back into the middle. Ponce got beat really bad on that play as well. <laughs> well, Ponce got a red card, <laughs> and then he got a red card. Fuck, man. So we have no left back. 
We have no left back for Saturday night. There I think it'll be Mayorga of... or Chapo Sanchez. Well, that's all we he have. Played, he, it has he, to be one of them. He played, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played Chapo there the other, the other game. Yeah. I think well, that was kind of like an in-game. Like, it was already it was already there. Like, he had substituted Chapo in or before the red card. And it just kind of happened to work out that, it was, that Chapo was already in the game. Yeah, somebody added us and said the boy could see the future. And he knew what was <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> But there was also a lot of um, a lot of bar referee calls, yeah, bar, a lot of VAR calls that kind of ruined the flow of the game. I guess now looking back at it, it was good for us because Puebla was kind of kind of dominated this game, and we didn't really show anything. So maybe they fucking killed their their momentum and their rhythm, as opposed to our our rhythm. First yeah. bar call that was controversial was the Chopis. The foul on trophies, right? The red card. The red mm. card on trophies. The, the PK, wasn't it? His PK. Oh, it was a a Puebla, a P, it a Puebla a PK that call. Was right? a good, that was a good call. A no, a no PK call. That's what it was. Alanis gets a. It looked like he shoved the Puebla player in slow motion. Oh yeah, I was he worried. puts his hand on his yeah. back. I was worried after they called that for bar because if if you guys watched like the woman motion. the women's World Cup, any little contact. That they saw in bar was automatically a penalty. I'm glad they kind of stopped calling those soft ass penalties for other leagues. But that's what worried me when I saw that little shove. But if you see it in real time, it's like that's not hard enough to take a player down. The only thing that came out of it was that the ref rescinded, took back the uh, yellow card on the Puebla player because he thought he had flopped originally. But that was a good no call by the ref. Yeah, for sure. Then the second VAR call that was controversial was the foul on Chofis by Cavallini. He stole the ball from Chofis, but while he stole the ball, he also stepped on his ankle. And uh, really Puebla, bad. Yeah, but Puebla got a goal from that. That steal led up to a Puebla goal that was called back because of that foul. Which What do you guys think? I don't. I don't know if the att- the, looks, in- the intention wasn't there. Uh, it looks yeah, criminal. There's one, one angle. It looks criminal in slow motion. There's in one angle motion, from yeah. the front. There's one angle from the front, like so. The angle we saw was the back one for the yeah. most part. Yeah. But there's one from the front where you see him, like he already has the ball, but he sticks his foot out and he keeps it out, and that's where. Yeah, but it when you watch it in slow motion, it looks bad. But when you watch it, like uh, when you watch it just flow, like in, in regular in regular time, it it's happened so fast. It doesn't look like he ever had, like he knew what he was even doing. Yeah, I thought he. Just but in slow motion, spun. you can slow it down. Yeah, you can slow it down, and his head slowly turning, and his legs sticking out, and it looks really bad in slow motion. But I don't think, I, I think that was a, I think, I think that was a great call. <laughs> Good job by the ref. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything wrong, to be honest. <laughs> I think he should be suspended for three weeks, honestly. But for <laughs> <laughs> trying to hurt our best player like that, imagine Trophy goes down. What I mean, he could he could have broken down, his bro. ankle or some shit. No, he definitely could have. It could have been a serious injury. Um, Seriously, imagine our offense without Trophy. <laughs> if that happened to a Chivas player and that that got called, I would be irate. But it didn't happen to a Chivas player, so three week suspension for Cavallini. <laughs> Yeah, we don't. We don't want. We gotta get rid of dirty players like that out of the league, MX. 
And then the last VAR play that I wanted to talk about was the red card on Miguel Ponce, which I thought should have been reviewed. The referee didn't even bother to take a second look at it. Can, but can, it was it wasn't a it wasn't a straight red. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Can yellow cards be yellow, yeah. can yellow cards be yellow. taken to law? Yeah, yeah. They can? Yeah, because because there was one VAR where he took away a yellow card. Wasn't it was this game or my bugging? Yeah, it was this game, but I think that was because he, he th- wanted oh, to make sure it wasn't the PK. It was a penalty. And then yeah. as a result, he's like, oh, I'll just take this yellow card back. But yeah, I but I'm I don't know sure if yellow cards yellow do. like that. Okay. Yeah, they can. But that should but have gone to, I... to VAR because the guy faked like he got slapped in the face and Ponce just had a hand on his chest, like his shoulder. But I, th- I, think, I think they saw him just put his arms into the guy's body and, and they, they, were, they called it. They, they weren't going to overturn that. The ref was just... The ref was dumb. Yeah, the ref. Ter- the ref had a terrible. Had a, he had, he had a better game as Chivas did. <laughs> That's hard to do, especially hard, right, yeah, especially right now. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't think that should have been the red on Ponce. I think it should have gone to VAR and uh, the guy flopped. Like he he was holding his face. That's not. He didn't hit him in the face. But I guess if you want to call, if you want to call that he was stopping the play, and you know those get yellow, so double yellow, red card for Ponce. But my final decision is not, not a double yellow. Ponce should be able to play on Saturday. But I didn't think I didn't think that was a yellow. I didn't. The second one. Yeah. I wonder if but they I like uh, the, appealed it. I felt like the ref was trying to compensate for for Cavalini red. Although it was a red. Yeah, it was a straight red. But um. I don't know. Did I didn't see anything about Chivas trying to appeal the red card? So I'm guessing, like you said, Rigo Mayorga or Chapo Sanchez is starting at left back Saturday night. I guess whoever I would have minded. I guess whoever starts tomorrow won't be starting on Saturday night because apparently you need like. Who do you guys think days. starts for? Uh, who do you think starts for for uh, Michael Perez? I want to see Beltran in there. Villalpando. I want to see Beltran. I think Beltran is the perfect midfielder for that, to be honest. But I think he's going to go, just experience, I think he's going to go Villalpando. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder who starts tomorrow's game. That I think that's, that will be tough that'll tell us. Yeah, If Beltran starts tomorrow night against Santos in the Copa MX, then Villalpando will probably start on Saturday against Atlético San Luis. Beltran should be the starter but every game. I feel like I'm more excited to watch this Copa MX squad tomorrow. Well, I'm not gonna watch it, but I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch a replay on uh, Thursday night. Cause I'll be out tomorrow. But I'm excited to watch everyone's tweets about it. <laughs> Rigo, you're a Copa MX expert, so you have to watch the game. Uh, I yeah, probably sir. will watch it. All right, I don't I'm know, gonna ex- watch it. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I was excited to watch um, a a possible Ronaldo and Vega partnership in that tournament but uh Ronaldo Bro, just talk about, we just talked about it too didn't was, we I yeah like we talked about it we last, said it week, last and then, week yeah and then the next day <laughs> bam the news came out Ronaldo got sent to uh was it Zacatepec isn't, isn't isn't the Mexican transfer deadline over I have no idea it I should be though I right I think I thought it, I think I they're thought in line with the when, FIFA one now or are they following no, I thought the, it ends when the draft ends well, there's no. No, draft I don't anymore. think they have a draft anymore. I think they're they're more in line with the with the FIFA transfer one now. That's why you still see moves being made. Cruz Azul just got a player, and uh, the rumors of Ochoa coming back to Mexico. So I think oh, yeah. well, I think that Ochoa's already done. confirmed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think, or it might be it might be 
uh, moves within Liga MX are not allowed at this point. But oh, if you see, a lot of the moves are go- a lot of the moves are going elsewhere. It's like second division players coming in from out of Mexico. I mean, why get why get rid of Ronaldo when Madrigal is still on the on the roster? That makes no sense to me. I would have liked to see uh, instead of Pulido and 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 Peralta give give Vega and Ronaldo a chance. Well, that's that's Just why something I, different. Yeah, that's why I was excited for Copa MX because that was pro- I was hoping they they would be the starters at up top, and we could watch something new. But now I don't know what they what they do. Probably Vega starts up top by himself, and I don't know who they, sur- know who they surround do. him with. Frustrating, being a Chivas fan right now. Every week is something different. Well, not really. We're just not clicking on offense this season so far. Nah, I'm just saying we go from we go, we go from beating Tigres <laughs> to giving up 24 shots to Puebla. 22. <laughs> 22. <laughs> Whatever. It was so wild. <laughs> 22 shots, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. How the hell did we beat Tigres? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were so sure we were going to win money that week <laughs> by betting against you. <laughs> oh, man. That, Flo's gambling corner is bad luck, to be honest. Is that the perfect segue to Flo's gambling corner? <laughs> <laughs> Flo, you want to tell the people what we bet on this week? So, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you still there? Is he awake? Flo watched like 10 minutes of the game. He watched them win. That's in his eyes. Yeah, bro. When I left, we were winning 1-0. So, I don't know what y'all did, but when I left the house, I felt good. <laughs> But no, I went out to eat with the family. Um, but yeah, so close gambling corner come Friday. You know, I'm look I'm looking at the game, looking at the odds, and I'm ready to make the bet that we said. If Vega doesn't start, we're not gonna bet for Chivas to win. So in the group chat, you know, I'm over here telling Vara, hey, send your half or whatever, and Vara was like, "Fuck it, Chivas is gonna win anyways. Bet on Chivas." <laughs> So me, of course. Hey, for 40, oh 43 God, minutes, yeah. for forty three minutes, we were winning. <laughs> See, and I was like, I was like, wow, I was confident. Oh yeah, he knows something. Let's do it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Turns out more money like, down oh, the drain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so another fifty dollars. But good news is, I thought we lost. <laughs> I just found out we drew right now. <laughs> Listen to y'all. So even if we made it, what the bet, fuck? <laughs> This is, a, this is a member of the of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I, I was trying to follow the game along on Twitter um, while I was at the restaurant, and I saw like something about a goal for Puebla, and I was oh, like, oh, too, oh fuck yeah!" This. And I turned off my phone, and I haven't looked up anything Chivas since then. <laughs> so I thought I thought we lost two to one. So. That's some good news right there for for me, I guess. <laughs> so, so you get your money back? No, we don't get our money back. We bet on Chivas to win, not to draw. Oh, I thought oh. I, th- I thought this was gonna be like a last minute. Like, well, actually, I I, I uh, bet the pusher yeah. or whatever. I was like, what? <laughs> actually, if, even if we would have bet against Chivas, we would have lost because nobody won. They drew, and right. we didn't bet the bet the draw. So, Damn. L's for everybody all around. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys listened to us last week when we said if Vega doesn't start, don't bet on Chivas to win. If you bet the tie, you are uh, you are in the green on like Flo's gambling corner. 
Yeah, you would have you would have more than doubled your money. I forget what it was exactly, but you would have turned fifty dollars into like one hundred and thirty or something. <clears throat> how how much are we in the hole now? Oh, man. Uh, minus. Are we down two hundred? Are we? I think we're down. What? I thought it was one fifty. Cause we bet. Yeah, cause this was week. This was week three. Yeah. Right. We haven't hit. Yeah, so we're down one fifty. So then, the, then, the athletic, then the Atletico, Atletico game? No, remember that week oh, we split we did 25, 25. Right, on. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we're down 150. We're down 150. No big deal. All we need is one <laughs> big hit. You always you always got to go back to the well. You never give up. So Just Chivas wins on Saturday? Yeah, so Chivas <laughs> is favored to win on Saturday for sure. Um, Are we? We might, uh, we might have to put a little bet on a like a shutout win or something. Because if, if we put uh, money on Chivas to just win, uh, um, it's negative 25. So if we bet 50 bucks, we don't even win 50 bucks. We only win like 35 or something. Damn. That, that's how that's how much they're favored. I guess Vegas is, you know, saw, saw us give up 22 shots to Puebla. And we're like, hell yeah. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna show out on Saturday. <laughs> But, yeah, so Chivas is favored to win negative 125, which essentially means you have to bet $125 to win 100. So, for us, betting 50, we would, yeah, we would win about between 35 to 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think? Are you guys confident that Chivas is going to win on Saturday? Nope. <laughs> oh, fuck. We may not win again all season. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we can't win to a team that that just came up from second division. We can't lose to a team like that. You, how, how you, you the, say it, but I don't believe it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now, Varo, and then lose. ten seconds before the game, you're gonna be like, "We're gonna win." We're I gonna have, win. I told you, I have CTE, guys. Come on, bet on bet on Chivas four zero. <laughs> Whoa! All right, we can't even score one. Go- we barely score <laughs> one goal. I feel like we average like point eight nine goals a game or something. And you want to bet four nil? No, I'm just saying that's 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 something you'll say on Saturday. <laughs> but does anybody know how this other team has looked this year? They have a loss to Pumas two nil, and they have a win against Monterrey one nil. Monterrey's off to a really what? bad start. They have uh, they only have three points. We have four. Monterrey has a negative two goal difference. But um, Atlético San Luis is right behind us on the table. Chivas is tenth. Atlético San Luis is eleventh. We have four points. They have three, and we both have a negative one goal difference. So, if you bet on San Luis to win, you more than triple your money. Triple? So, more than triple your money. Damn. So we would come out of the hole right away. Pretty much, yeah. Damn. I can't bet against Chivas again. Every time, every, or, no matter what we do, we're gonna lose money. So. <laughs> You could bet on the over two and a half goals if your boy Donio starts again. He's, you should, you should ask the fans. And, did you guys ever ask the fans last season and just go with what they we, said? Well, every time last season, they just said Chio's going to win. It's like asking <laughs> a bunch of arrows. <laughs> a bunch of I, arrows. Vote, I vote with all my burner accounts, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single time, they were just like, just bet on Chio's to win. <laughs> Maybe... Nah, alright. I think we, we've been having really bad luck. I think this week we have to go with the fans. We have to put out the poll. Go with the fans. And we have to go with the fans. Because, yo, we're, we're cold right now, Flo. That's kind of... That's kind of... 
putting your money in the in the, in the hands of strangers. I mean, it's called gambling. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, but I mean, like other people do the gambling hands. for you. Yeah, but you're putting it in the hands of Varro, and it's not working. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, we I could mean, have had some money by now. <laughs> could we? What what bet would have what? We weren't gonna bet that Chivas was gonna tie, were we, for this game? And then we weren't gonna bet that Chivas was gonna beat Tigres because no one believed it. If anything, we would have bet won. the tie. Week, week one won. against Santos. Nobody said nobody took Santos seriously. Joelly told the Santos uh, was nothing. Joelly did. <laughs> no, he said he said they were not. He said good. they were good. No, he, he said he said I don't know no. why you're giving them so much Varo, credit. Me and Varro were saying they were good. Yeah. So I don't I don't I I. I just think Liga Max is so unpredictable, and Chivas is trash right now that we, I don't know how to bet Chivas on Chivas is right now. So unpredictable. <laughs> we should start betting on the Chivas feminine team. They're they're winning. They're winning games. They're, so, uh, they're representing for us right now. So let's just say this. So the game is late on uh, the Saturday night. Yeah. So we'll just put out the poll late Saturday night. Um, we'll put out like three different bets. You know, maybe like Chivas win. San Luis win or like a draw or something. Something simple. Keep it simple, and we'll see what the what the fans say. All right, guys. This week, Flo's gambling corner is gonna be run by you guys. You guys are gonna either get us a little out of the hole or put us in deeper into the hole. Pause. But um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. You need to relax. <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, that's it for Flo's Gambling Corner. And we'll wrap up this episode. Twitter questions. What are we going to ask for Twitter <laughs> questions, bro? Yeah, we didn't want to hear about Tomas Boy. <laughs> should he be <laughs> fired? Yes, he should be fired. <laughs> Why there, isn't he fired yet? Is I, I have hope? faith in, in a Maori, to be honest. I'm yeah. surprised he hasn't fired his ass yet. The questions were going to be, should Tomas Boy be fired? Yes. Um... Why is Oribe Peralta playing? Yeah, we don't know why he's playing. Um, what else? Something about Pulido. Something should about Godinho. Should Antonio go to the bench? Oh, that's a good. That's, that's a good probably question, a question. Yes, yes. Give Godinho the start. Yes. Well, let's watch him tomorrow. See what he does tomorrow. Yeah, he'll start tomorrow. Because if he balls out tomorrow, then the argument can be made that Antonio needs to go to the bench. Then, um, what other questions could we have possibly gotten? Um, How do you feel about Brizuela playing right back and not playing higher up the field? That's for sure one. But we already said it looks like Brizuela's lost a step. He just hasn't looked good this season, no matter where he's been. Yeah, I think I think somebody added us like right after the game and asked us what we thought about Brizuela. And um, yeah, I think he's he's lost a step. But um, he's not he's not like Jurgen Dam though, where he's a one-dimensional player and all he has is his pace. But since they kind of, like you said, Luis, they're kind of, they kind of know how to defend them now, so that's a little worrying and uh, something to keep an eye on going into the season. I feel like the pro- one of the biggest reasons, one of the biggest problems is like the team has nothing offensively. So like a lot of the teams that we are maybe that are that are weaker than us, like Atlético San Luis, can just sit back and counter, and we're, we'll be lost. We'll, we'll be so lost. We have we have no idea what to do when we have the ball, and then. The teams that are stronger than us, like say, like you know, like the theaters that we beat, that we did beat, or um, you know, the stronger teams, Santos. Like we can't even counterattack them because we're slow. Because we're slow. Like yeah. this team literally has nothing, and this is why Mega should be playing because at least 
he's fast in the counter. Guys that, I mean, you really shouldn't be playing with two defensive midfielders against teams that are going to sit back on you. Although, Puebla was supposed to be the weaker team, but they fucking took 22 shots on us. So, it's looking rough. Yeah, I hope I hope Vega does something tomorrow night to kind of force Boyd's hand. If he scores yeah. a goal or two, that definitely has to get the conversation started about Peralta starting. But we got to wait till tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. You want to bet on the game tomorrow? Oh, we didn't even think about that. You got odds for that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we want to put like split it again? Twenty five tomorrow, twenty five on Saturday, just to make tomorrow more exciting. Yeah, we could do that. What are the odds yeah. for tomorrow's uh, game? We're, we're the Copa MX gods, so we should win, <laughs> right? I don't with know. Vega, uh, with Vega, with Boy, with Boy, I don't know. Well, Chivas is favored, um, but it's still plus one forty, so we could turn fifty into like what is that? Like one hundred and thirty or so. Okay. So we put, right, we're twenty. Well, we're gonna put twenty five. We turn yeah. So we turn twenty five into like I don't know, like sixty five or something. If we bet on the Chivas win, yeah. Is that a home? Is that a home game for us? I I didn't I didn't check. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. Well, we suck at home, so. <laughs> we beat Tigres at home, right? We did. All right, fuck it. Are we going with Chivas? Would a Chivas win? We're going Chivas win, and then Saturday night we'll let the fans decide, and we'll do 25 each night. All right. And now let's finish off with the uh, the cafeteria meme that we created today on the Chivas del Norte account. There's, you know, there's a bunch. There's a, there's a cafeteria meme, where you're sitting meme going around on Twitter, and we decided to make one for the Chivas del Norte account. I'm going to read off the tables, one through seven. Table number one has Almeida, Chepo, and Cardoso. Table number two has Brizuela, Medina, and Ramoncito Morales. Table number three has Osvaldo Sanchez, Luis Mitchell, and Rodolfo Cota. Table number four has uh, Boy, Higuera, and Jorge Vergara. Number five has Chicharito, Massa Rodriguez, and Salcido. Number six has Chofis, Bofo, and Marco Fabian. And number seven... You know, a lot of people's favorite. They got Borghetti, Oribe Peralta, and uh, Luis Madrigal. Guys, I think they're pretty good with these, right? Yeah. Miguel Sabah, I feel I'm left out. <laughs> yeah, striker one. Miguel Sabah wants to sit at table seven? Nah, I feel like Miguel Sabah, he, he sucked me over Chivas, but I feel like he was mad young when he was there. He, he sucks. No, don't don't try to defend him. Nah, no, he, I mean, when he went, he, he was in Morelia. He was scoring yeah. mad goals. Nah, what's mad goals? Like seven? <laughs> I mean, but I mean, he was scoring. He wasn't scoring at Chivas. <laughs> Couldn't be a lot because Amad Raba won the won the goal scoring title with like eight or nine. They brought they brought um Sabah and Rafa Marquez Lugo. And, and, no, and Sabah had already and been Lugo, there. And Rafa Marquez was no, like clearly the Sa- better Sa- player. Sabah had already been there at Chivas. Yeah, before. he had. I know, but he wasn't good. That's why we sold them to Cruz Azul. But anyways, what table are you guys sitting at? Well, I'm sitting uh, with my boy, Marco Fabian. We're going to so, have a good time. So you're trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my boy. But I, I can, uh, He can either drink me under the table or I can drink him <laughs> under the table. We'll find out, though. I mean, to be fair, all the tables are pretty interesting. Obviously, the number six is the one that's the party table. Yeah. Although number five, they do like to 
hang out with transvestites. <laughs> Whoa. Is that your thing? <laughs> no, but I'm saying that, 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 that that's, a, uh. that's a thing that'll uh, be a good topic to talk about. Salcido? And many scandals that somehow were buried by the media? Yeah. <laughs> she was definitely paid to have those scandals buried. Remember there's a, like, was it like two seasons ago there was like a video of him? Like FaceTiming with a, <laughs> with a, um, what's the PC word now? Alright, well, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two and number two and number six seem to be the favorite tables. Two seems like a safe, seems like the safer option. Like, it both <laughs> seem like a fun option. Ramosito Morales is there. A lot of people's favorite player. Venado. Um, Venado Medina. Seems like he has, he yeah, has a good that's, time. That's a good table. And then Brizuela. For the for the for the light skin privilege, light skin Mexican privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Table one, Almeida might, Almeida might be, and Nestor and Cardoso, they, they'll probably throw hands in that table. <laughs> or Almeida just makes them better coaches, teaches them, <laughs> teaches them how to be good coaches. Nah, I, I went flow. I'm going table six with trophies and Bolson <laughs> and Marco Fabian. We we partying up the whole night. Pool parties and beer. I'm just gonna go table one. I'm gonna go table one because you guys are all going with table six. So you're going with Almeida and Cardoso and Chepo. Mostly because I want to talk to Almeida. And you want to fight Cardoso? In the picture, Cardoso looks like he's looking at Osvaldo Sanchez, thinking about. Yeah, we we low key should. I was just gonna say we should have put Osvaldo and and Cardoso together. Oh, that would have been funny. (laughs) Oh, we fucked up right there. Borghetti looks like he like he wants to go to another table. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'll go. I'll go with table number two. Ramoncito's there. Be nice, and they're all they're all like good wingers for Chivas. They they all had their time. Be be a good table. Good good talks there. But number six, man, that's the uh, here for a good time, not a long time table, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, really right. Every table is kind of interesting, so can't really go wrong. Yeah, I mean, like for, but all the goalie tables. I mean, the other one that didn't win. Vergara already looks like he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he look, he does. He's ready to give the team up. <laughs> yeah. And he got us happy that he died. Damn. <laughs> Somebody added us Tomas that, that they're... Uh... Tomas boys yelling at Guignac. <laughs> Somebody added us that they play keeper, so they wanted to sit at table number three. I mean, if you're a keeper, that's a great table to sit at. Learn from Osvaldo, Michel... So great, great man. You learn how to sleep with your boss's wife by hanging out with Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> let me let me read some of the replies. The ones, the best ones we had. Yes, I am Fern. He said, "I'm sitting at four, so I can get in good with uh, Vergara, and he can put me in his will. I'll get good business tips from Higuera, and boy will get his lunch tray thrown on the floor and get told to make like a tree and get out of here." That's a uh, Back to the Future reference. Some uh, at JG1989 said, Me gusta el desmadre. Six, please. Then go to number two. <laughs> then someone said, uh, Take a giant detour to get to two. Go say what's up to six. <laughs> Sit at number two and throw milk cartons at number seven. <laughs> I think that was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, that was some good replies, man. That was some good. That was some funny replies, man. 
And then an America fan jumped in there and said, La Ocho, no tengo interés de convivir en, a ninguno de esos petardos. Why are you mad? Like, <laughs> why, why, why is he even in the mentions? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we have, we have 47 comments. Yeah, we got yeah. A, a lot of uh, replies on that tweet. Tom, 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 Tom Marshall. Tom Marshall said, said number six. six. Trying yep. to get drunk. <laughs> Tom wants to party. Uh, Tom can drink. <laughs> yeah, hang out. We Damn. hung out with Tom. Yeah, you can drink. Oh, that's right. You guys hung out with him. Mm-hmm. He's in Mexico City now. I think he covers America now. He's been tainted. He moved. I mean, he's an Atlas fan anyway. This is true. I think so. <laughs> no, it's it's confirmed. Oh, is he really? Uh, Rojo Negro. Yeah, yeah. Negro Cagón. All right, I think that wraps up this episode, right, guys? Anything else? Any last-minute thoughts you want to add in? Um, fire through my void, please, already. Please fire <laughs> through my void. Get rid of and send a, a Oribe to Sacatepec also. <laughs> send him back to America. Why didn't we go after Henry Martin? He's not even playing. <laughs> it's trash. I mean, but I would have taken him over fucking Peralta. At least he can run. <laughs> can he? Bro, we don't need a striker. We have fucking Alexis Vega there. We pay mad money for him. <laughs> He's not even playing. Ah oh, man, it's bad. We'll see. We'll Bro, see what gold happens. Gold Cup winner. It's a Gold Cup legend, and he can't even get team up a playing time on his club. <laughs> gold Cup legend. Bro, he had like what, like twenty minutes from the Gold Cup. Yeah, yo, facts don't matter. <laughs> he got, a, he got, he got a medal at the end of the day. That's all I know. <laughs> Oh man! All right, this has been right. another episode of the Cubans and Lord of the Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about Chivas and San Luis and Chivas versus Santos in the Copa MX. And being broke. And being broke. Yeah, we coming right. up. We're out. We're out, guys. Peace. Later.